It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shoei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Coming up on today's Locked On Dodgers, we talk about Cody Bellinger, we talk about the Dodgers in 2021 and what Dave Roberts said, and about the upcoming 2022 season. So that's what's on tap, so make sure to keep it Locked On Dodgers. You are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yo, 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 Dodger fans, welcome to Locked On Dodgers. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Locked On, your team every day. I want to thank you for making Locked On Dodgers your first listen of the day every day. And remember that this show is free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe in most places so you won't miss a day because you know we're not going to. And it's easy to find us. Just simply search Locked On Dodgers wherever you get podcasts or on YouTube. I'm Vince Samperio of Chavez Ring Fiends, and my usual co-host is Jeff Snyder of Baseball Essential, although he is not here today. And if this is your first time listening, we are lifelong Dodger fans just like you, but we've also spent some time in the locker room and press box. So while we're not quite insiders, which, you know, could theoretically change our thoughts a little bit, uh, we are here to bring you the Smart Fans perspective on our boys in blue every single weekday morning. So go ahead and subscribe wherever you find podcasts around on YouTube, and let's talk some Dodgers. Uh, one caveat before we get into the actual show is that I am dog sitting again, so if uh, there is a small bit of a mess in the background, or if you hear something, it might be the dog. Uh, I'm going to try to edit out anything that he does do, but you know, sometimes you just can't do it because you're making a good point. But either way, let's talk about the Dodgers. Let's talk about... Everyone's favorite subject this offseason, Cody Bellinger, and what the coaches had to say about him. The hitting coaches spoke about him um, and, you know, kind of gave their their takes and their thoughts. And, you know, it's been a long spring for Cody so far, even though it's been a shorter spring than normal. And Dave Roberts mentioned that he finally got his hand placement in a good spot and he feels comfortable. So now it's just about repetition. Uh, you had Brant Brown, one of the Dodgers hitting coaches, said that, you know, Belly's a fast operator. Um, you know, the tinkering and, and the, everything else, it, it's, you know, that's just who he is. But they're saying they want to support him, and they know he's looking at himself in the mirror, but they're trying to help him navigate that process, be more in tune with what he likes. Um, you know, and he also mentioned that his body is not the same as it was last year. You know, he's used, he's getting used again to having 
full strength back in his shoulder and, and everything else. And, you know, a, another year of health after that. But, you know, at the end of the day, he, he did say that Bellinger is trying to, how we talked about the other day, trying to find that happy medium between the power hitter he used to be hitting, you know, for 35, 40 home runs a season and what he did last year in the postseason, which was, you know, contact base, a lot of singles. Uh, he did, you know, he did have a couple big home runs at, at a couple points in the year, but it was mainly just getting on base, contact base, kind of like survival mode. And that's where he's trying to, you know, find himself right now. Obviously, the numbers still don't look that great. He's, he's, he has been making more contact lately, which is a good sign. But it's kind of what we talked about. And, and it's, you know, mentioned the other day of, of Bellinger needing to find a consistent routine and process. And Robert Van Skoyak said that. He said it, it's the goal is to get a consistent routine and process and find something that sticks and stick to it and not bounce around. And that's what we kind of said the other day is, you know, whether he's tinkering in order to find that, and then once he does find it, then he'll go from there, or whether he's trying to find it by tinkering, you know, I don't know exactly what he's trying to do. Um, and I don't know if, he, you know, if he's going to feel it right away, or is he going to, you know, is he going to have to do trial and error where he tries 10 different things and sees which one feels best, or is it going to be a, I'm going to, I have 10 things to try, but if one of them feels good, I'm going to stick with it and just go from there. And, yeah, that's where kind of probably where he's at. He probably has a lot of different things that he wants to try or has already been trying. And none of them clearly have worked yet. Um, you know, Dave Roberts mentioned that maybe he did find it and maybe we'll see that. But then it's kind of going to be, you know, the, the thing with Bellinger is that he's still going to give you, you know, gold glove caliber defense out there in center field. And with the Dodgers lineup, realistically, they don't need him to be a huge contributor for them to still be a solid lineup. So he has time to figure it out. So let's just say he did just find his hand placement now. Okay, now he knows where he wants to put his hands. Now he's got to work on the swing. And, you know, it's a matter of the Dodgers can give him a leash unless they get off to a slow start. They can give him, and I'll talk about that a little bit later, but they can give him probably... 40, 50 game leash. Be like, okay, look, find it and not go after it. And if it doesn't work, you know, maybe we have to find a different way to do what we need to do. Or maybe we need to get you out of the lineup, whatever the case is. And, and I've been seeing a lot of different people with different opinions on Bellinger. I think I saw somebody from ESPN 710 or one of those uh, saying the Dodgers just need to cut bait now. And yeah, that's. For me, that's the easy way to do it. Yeah, okay, cut bay heat, fresh start, blah, 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 whatever the case is. But, you know, the Dodgers aren't some team that's one step away or, you know, going to be fighting for a playoff spot. They're a team that's going to be fighting for the number one seed. They're a team that's going to be fighting for the division. They're not fighting for a playoff spot, you know, realistically. That's their goal. They, their goal is to win a World Series. And to win a World Series, a player of Cody Bellinger's caliber – is something that can help that. And as we've seen in the past, I mean, it's kind of interesting because 2017, you know, breakout rookie year, rookie of the year, awful in the postseason. You know, 2018, eh, mediocre year, had some big clutch hits in the postseason. 2019, MVP year, the Dodgers were balanced in five games. You know, it wasn't too much of a chance for him to do too much. You know, 2020, eh, kind of year. Big hits in the postseason, 2021, terrible year, came up clutch in the postseason. So it's kind of those, 
you're going to remember. I remember a lot more of the clutch moments. Like, kind of what we talked about last year. I remember all the Kelly Bellinger's big hits in the postseason. You know, he put us ahead against the Giants and in game five, and they won that game. He had that big home run to tie the game against the Braves, and the Dodgers ended up taking the lead that, that inning. Obviously, they didn't beat the Braves, but, you know, if they had, that would have been a big key moment. Do I remember him being bad all of last season? Not really. Uh, you know, could he – would the Dodgers have won the division if he was better? Yes. That's the, the only, you know, big barrier that I kind of see from last year is that, okay, if Bellinger was just halfway decent, the Dodgers would have won that division. Probably would have won 110 games at least. But that's just, you know, that's just the way it goes. And like I said, he was hurt too, and he was not good. So it was just a bad combination last year. I don't think they need to cut bait. I think that's exactly what the hitting coach is saying. Find that process, find that consistency, and get after it, and go after it, and and find it. You got, you know, whatever, I don't know, I doubt they're going to give him a timetable, but they kind of be like, you know what, Cody, you got a couple months, let's go. And and if he doesn't figure it out, it's just going to depend where the Dodgers are at. If the Dodgers are sitting pretty 10, 15 games up in the division, you know, come around June, July, okay, maybe the leash gets extended. If they are in a battle for the division or close enough or whatever the case, okay, maybe we need to, you know, maybe get somebody else out there and, and you know, they have the guys behind that can fill in, backfill um, in order to get a better bat in the lineup. And they have defensively, you know, if Chris Taylor's out there, it, it's a little bit of a, of a – you know, downgrade defensively, but not that much, not that significant. Um, it goes from gold glove defense to slightly above average defense. So that's my thoughts on Bellinger. Hopefully we, hopefully he just gets hot and we don't, and the only way we have to talk about him now is, is uh, in the, in, you know, not in defense of keeping him on the roster, but in defense of moving him up in the lineup or something like that. So, going to talk about some uh, comments Dave Roberts made about last year's Dodgers and, and kind of see if I agree with them. But first, let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. I've told you plenty of times. If you haven't tried it for yourself, I honestly don't know what you're waiting for. Just imagine a candy bar, but it's good for you and it's covered in chocolate and it gets you all the macros you need. Low calorie, low sugar, low carb, high protein, high fiber. You know, it's good for a snack, good for a dessert, good for a pre-workout, good for a post-workout. Pretty much any lifestyle you're leading, Built Bar can help you out, and that's what it's for. They also have Built Puffs, which is the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. Those are even more delicious, and you definitely want to check those out. If, if Built Bar is not your your thing, I'm telling you, Built Puffs are good. Those legit I could eat like a candy bar. So go to built.com, check everything else they got out there, you know, build a mix box, buy a different flavor, check out the flavors, whatever you need. Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. I want to thank you for making Locked On Dodgers your first listen of the day every day. 
Another podcast you can check out is Locked On MLB Prospects. Host Lindsey Crosby knows his prospects, knows his stuff, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's also free and available wherever you get podcasts, just like Locked On Dodgers is. All right, so Dave Roberts talked about last year and the Dodgers, specifically what he saw with the Dodgers in the NLCS. And this is, quote, he said, quote, we were gassed having to play tooth and nail to ultimately concede the division to the Giants, which they earned it, and then to play a one-game do-or-die wildcard game to find a way to win a game, then go up to the Bay, play five games, and then go on the road and play Atlanta. We were gassed. No excuses. We lost to a better team playing better. Um, and, yeah, I like the last part. You know, we lost to a better team playing better. Were they the better team on paper? No. But were they playing better at the time? Yes. Were they better team at the time? Yes. And that's always what I – you know, some people might say, oh, you know, Dave Roberts making excuses. He's telling it like it is. It's not an excuse. You know, he said we lost to a better team playing better. Yes. But, you know, why were the Dodgers struggling so much? And, yes, they were gassed. And, you know, we've talked about this before. We kind of knew that. You know, I don't know if he's talking about, you know, what, what, what in terms of what, were the players gassed? Or, you know, were the pitchers exhausted? You know, the pitchers is a big one because, Walker Buehler and Julio pretty much had to go six, at least six innings out every single time throughout the year. They threw more innings than they ever had. And we talked about it throughout the whole season. And unfortunately, that's how kind of how it played out, you know. And then in the postseason, guys had to go on short rest. Guys were getting brought into relief roles. You know, we saw Scherzer with the dead arm. And, yeah, I think it was different. It was not the September they're used to. I mean, uh, other than 2018 when they – Literally had to force the game 163 to, to take the Rockies out and then win the division. The Dodgers have kind of had an easy go of it most of the other years. At least, you know, they're, they hadn't really been playing deep, deep, deep into September in order to comfortably win the division. You know, they might have not clinched till later in September, but it was essentially all but clinched. Where 2018 was different, but that was, you know, year after 2017. It, it was just a weird year. This past year... You know, realistically, Dodge 106 games. The Padres, who were supposed to be the second-place team, finished, well, like 20 games behind them or whatever there was. If the Giants would have played to what they were supposed to be, even if they overachieved a little bit, overachieved 95 wins, okay, you're playing into late September, but the Dodgers still have it wrapped up by mid-September. So it was a different game last year for the Dodgers. I mean, what, they were the second-best team or first or second-best record the last month of the season? And they gained, like, no games on the Giants or one game, whatever it was. So, yeah, it was a different season last year. They did have to literally play all the way through 162, play the wild card game, have a grueling five-game series with the Giants, and then, you know, Atlanta. Atlanta was hot, and Atlanta was a better team. And even if the Dodgers weren't gassed, let's just say they won the division by 20 games, they were able to rest guys or, or you know, lighten some loads there in September – that doesn't mean they were going to beat the Braves. The Braves seemed to be, you know, they were lights out. You know, they, they brought it and, and, you know, guys stepped up. But, you know, could have, could have other players stepped up if maybe they had felt a little differently or, you know, whatever the case is. I don't know. It's possible. But it's, you know, it's, it's good on Roberts to say that. Obviously, it's not going to change anything. And it can almost only be taken the wrong way where, like, he's making excuses. But... You know, we, we see this with guys kind of with injuries sometimes or even, or even, you know, 
guys will, will struggle or whatever, and then after the season they get some kind of surgery or something, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't. That's kind of how this is. You know, oh, we were gassed last year, and, you know, we literally had to play as hard as we could, and, and you know, well, there was no pansy or, you know, not to use that word, but there was no weaker lineups last year. They were playing the starters pretty much all the time. And they had to win almost every game. And, and even when they kind of did win every game, it wasn't enough because the Giants were winning just about every game. So that's the way it is. That's the way it goes. And I think the Dodgers kind of know, well, you know, realistically, the Giants should be at least 10, 15 wins worse than they were last year, I would say. Even with their rotation, there was a report that Alex Cobb's touching 97 and they got Rodone, and then Logan Webb, and then, you know, Alex Wood, and and the other guy, Deeslefani, maybe? Whoever it is. Yeah, they're good. Their rotation's good. But they lost Buster Posey. They're replacing him with the guy who hasn't necessarily shown too much stuff at the major league level yet in Joey Bart. Evan Longoria's already hurt, going to be out for a few weeks. You know, they had... Guys like Brandon Crawford and Brandon Bell, who Brandon Bell was hurt for a big part of last year. But when he wasn't hurt, he was good. They're both another year older into their mid-30s. You know, realistically, they're probably going to regress a little bit. Um, you got guys like Lamont Wade Jr., who's also hurt for the little, little bit of the start of the season, but also a guy like him. Like, you know, are, are people going to figure him out? Sophomore slumps are a thing just because guys get figured out because there's more video, there's more data. You know how to pitch them. You can, you know, find ways to, to beat it. You know, they're still going to be a good team, but, you know, 10, 15 wins, they're a 90-win team. That's 15, you know, 16 wins lower than last year. If there's a 95-win team, that's still, you know, 11 games worse than they were last year. So it's not a knock on them to say they're going to be 10, 15 games worse. It's just, you know, reality, probably. Padres. Tatis is out for a few months. They are very thin depth-wise. They're very thin depth-wise, and if they can't afford any other injuries – I don't know if they're still going to try to get rid of Hosmer if it doesn't bring back somebody that, you know, if they if they get rid of Hosmer, they have Luke Voigt, Matt Beatty to fill a role of first base DH, but they don't necessarily have somebody to fill the role behind them um, unless it's a minor leaguer or some kind of, you know, non-roster invites here, whatever the case is. So the Padres, realistically, I would put their cap at like 90, 95 wins too. So the Dodgers cap. Should be around 100, 105 wins, similar as last year. They shouldn't be playing crazy deep into September as hard as they need to. They should have the division somewhat locked up, hopefully, by September. You know, we were saying this last year and it didn't happen. But, hey, you know, this is what realistically on paper at this moment in time, that's how it should be. Now, for the Dodgers, also, you know, the the, the emergence of David Price that, that Jeff talked about yesterday, that's big. You know, Tony Gonsolin being healthy, being decent again, that's big. You know, Tyler Anderson looking good so far this spring, that's that's big. Because, you know, the less strain you can put on Julio and Bueller, and if you can give them days off here and there, you know, I don't think they're going to fight it. Bueller might still fight it. Julio might, you know, say, no, I'm good, I'm good. But realistically, they got to, you know, Imagine the situation. Do you want to make 30 starts in the season? Yeah, of course. You know, the pitchers are pitchers are competitive. You know, Walker Bueller's competitive. He wants to go out there every fifth day and, and go to work. But realistically, you know, he might have to realize, too, a little bit, hey, if I make 27 starts, but my arm's ready to go in October, that's a better, you know, better big picture thing for me. 
Pulio's like, hey, I can make 25, 27 starts, and I'll be ready to go in October, and I don't think Dave Roberts is going to use me out of relief again, then that's, you know, that adds to it as well. So I think that's where we're at. I think that's where we're at. Uh, in terms of the Dodgers, I don't think they'll need to be gassed like they were last year. I don't think they'll be fighting tooth and nail, as Robert said, until game 162. I think it should be a little bit easier, and I think they'll be able to take advantage of it and hopefully you know, use that for a, a fueled postseason run. Now, the other part is you can say, hey, the Braves had to do that too because they were bad to start the year. But they got some reinforcements in, in the middle of the season. They got better. They ended up, you know, winning the division. And that division kind of fell apart in front of their eyes and they kind of took advantage of it. So it's possible. But like I said, Braves, better team. You know, no qualms about it. Doesn't matter anything. Like I said, a fully non-gas Dodger team. I don't know if they beat the Braves team anyway. So I want to make sure that's out there. And then now we're going to come back and talk about just this upcoming season, kind of how the Dodgers need to come out of the gate based on some other comments Dave Roberts made. But first, let's talk about Bet Online. After months of playing, college basketball has determined the top teams for the Final Four and the National Championship this coming weekend. BetOnline.net, your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info, and for all the latest odds, contests, and player top player props. You name it, whatever you need, BetOnline.net has it. This weekend, college basketball is over, and you got to move on and bet for something else. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your latest sports developments, including podcasts and reviews for all the leagues this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued search for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today on your laptop or mobile device and learn about all the trends and action going on. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right. Last segment here, and let's talk about the Dodgers and how they need to come out you know, similar to what I just talked about in terms of they were gassed last year. This is more in the sense of they need to come out and they need to not have a slow start this year. They need to come out on fire and, and you know all cylinders clicking and put the pressure on everybody else in the division and in the league, you know. And and you know last year or last night after the Dodgers lost to the to the to the Rangers you know spring loss not a big deal but Dave Roberts did say you know we got to get things going a few guys have had good springs but we need to get it going we can't start slow also Corey Seager homered against the Dodgers so shout out to Corey uh, but Dave Roberts said you know it's true the Dodgers need to figure it out you know the offense has been much heralded the lineup has been much heralded. But if they come out and don't score runs, it doesn't help anything. And, you know, with the pitching staff the way it is, slightly, you know, starters maybe slightly worse than last year. Bullpen probably as good or better or same at least. Um, the offense really needs to come out. And as we saw last year in the postseason, the offense can go dead real quick. And that's not going to help. The Dodgers need to come out strong, come out fast, you know, come out firing just – Obviously, for the fact of winning games and being on top and everything else, but also just it's a mentality thing. If you come out and you struggle and there's like, oh, the Dodgers are, are choking already or, oh, the Dodgers, you know, whatever. And, and yeah, some of the guys probably don't care. Most of the guys probably don't care. But it is kind of a mentality thing, and it is something that you have to think about. So Dodgers need to come out. They got, you know, some good matchups here in the first month, easier matchups. Take advantage of them. 
win some games, and really, you know, put the pedal to the metal, put the pressure on the Giants, put the pressure on the Padres, put the pressure on the rest of the National League. Yeah, hey, we're here with the Dodgers. We know what we're doing. You know, kind of like a similar to a 2017 team where not too much flash, not too much, you know, not too much dramatics, walk-offs, all that kind of stuff. Just we're a good team. Good team, 106 games. Dominating the playoffs up until, you know, they, they were with some, played some team that was illegally doing things. Speaking of Brian Cashman, the Yankees GM, still upset about the 2017 Astros. Uh, not so much that they would have won the World Series. He said, I don't know if we would have beat the Dodgers, but more so that, you know, people are starting to say, oh, you guys haven't made the World Series since 2009. He's like, well, yes and no. And honestly, I don't know. I'm glad it's not Andrew Friedman or Dave Roberts talking about this stuff anymore. Uh, I mean, the Dodgers did win the World Series since then. Does 2017 still linger in the back of my mind? Yeah, all the time. But, you know, it's not a matter of I'm going to be like, oh, man, the Dodgers should have two World Series, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to be out there putting that out there. Um, but Brian Cashman, you can tell he's just upset because, you know, Yankee fans are tough. Yankees, New York's media, tough, everything else. And they're trying to be like, oh, well, you guys haven't made it since 2009. He's like, well, we would have made it in 2017. They would have lost in five games for the Dodgers, but they would have made it, I guess, you know, if that's the consolation he wants. Uh, but like I said, I'm just glad it's not the Dodgers talking about this stuff. Uh but, yeah, I mean, the main point I just want to make, like I said, is, is Dave Roberts is right. Guys got to get going, and guys got to go and put it down and make it happen and, you know, not not slow, not be slow, you know, not get off to a slow start, come out popping, come out firing, come out hot, and, and you know, really set the tone for the season. And I think they will. I think this team, you know, Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, those guys are, you know, quiet professionals, leaders, you know, all those kind of things. They're going to get their work done. Trey Turner, you know, multi-time all-star, betting champion last year. He'll be there. Max Muncy, Justin Turner. These guys have been around the block. They know the, they know the deal. And I don't have any concern about the Dodgers not being, you know, not starting off hot or not starting off good. But it does happen sometimes. But that's really the only point I want to make. And there wasn't too much else from the spring or anything else around it. So we're going to cut today's episode off today. And that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening to Lock on Dodgers. Make sure to listen every single day. We'll be back on Monday talking about stuff that happened over the weekend, heading into the week of opening day. That's exciting. Make sure to make your second listen of the day, Locked on MLB with Paul Francis Sullivan, a.k.a. Sully. He brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. You can find us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Dodgers. Jeff is on Twitter at Snydog. I'm Evan Samperio. If you want to call and leave us a voicemail or send us a text, you can do so at 323-863-5625 or send us an email, LockedOnDodgers at gmail.com. We're here every weekday morning, and we hope you'll be with us when you get in your car or if you're at home. Terry Smart Device Play Podcast, Locked On Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. Have a good one. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.